0: Next up on WealthWorks Radio, there's many questions on the web about financial planning and saving for retirement. Many of these questions financial advisors encounter on a daily basis. Coming up next, we'll cover most of what's searched on financial planning questions and answer every single one of them in six minutes or less.
1: And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Carney.
2: Works Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddow. Joining me today, as always, Eric Carney. Eric is president of Retirement Wealth LLC. He is on TV. He's a contributor to Fortune magazine on occasion. And joining him as well is Eric, uh, Joseph Lanza. Uh, Joseph is a fiduciary independent advisor with Eric and so much more. Hi, uh, Joseph. How are you today? Good morning, Steve. I'm great. How are you? Very well, thanks. Eric, as always, a pleasure to chat with you.
0: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys?
2: Very well good good yeah the uh so this is it i mean um you know we were talking about all of the um uh you were talking about all of the most searched items uh, regarding financial planning on, right. on you know google or duck but right now the only thing that shows up is a lot of news stories <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah maybe like uh an ex-president getting arrested maybe um boy what a mess i mean you know it, it's it's kind of crazy how this is all unfolding right now and uh you know, basically, he flies into New York City, gets booked in, and then, you know, flies back out. But it's going to be interesting how this really plays out. I mean, you know, people forget what has happened in the past. And, you know, you, you take a look back, and you take a look at Monica Lewinsky. I mean, Joseph, do you even remember that? No. no, <laughs> I yeah. know I
3: know of the story, but uh, I don't remember when uh, I was reporting.
0: Right. And, Steve, that was a pretty big deal that in was a day, big wasn't deal. it? big
2: deal. Yeah, I remember. Yeah,
3: Big
0: deal. Nothing ever happened from it, you know? And, and the, the funny thing is, is that... Um, I actually looked up Monica Lewinsky, and uh, she is known for American Crime Story from 2016. I can <laughs> assure you, that's not what she is known for. She is not at <laughs> all known for that. Oh, she is the young lady in the Oval Room. Yes. So, um, and we'll we'll stop right there. But yeah. basically, you know, they're, they're trying to say, oh, she's a, a producer and an actress. No, not really. She really was in the middle of that whole entire scandal, but you know that that scandal kind of came and went, and and it really, I mean, nothing really happened to anyone. Um, and, and and that was that was something because President Clinton did lie, but I think they all lie. Right? I think I mean, they do too. I don't think they can do it any other way. I, I agree with you, Steve. I mean, so so let let's put that out to pasture, but sure. basically, and then let's move on to Senator John Edwards. And this is where it's going to be kind of a pivotal role in the whole Trump thing because this happened in uh, 2011, so about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago. But the bottom line is, is that this is a completely different animal because the whole thing is, is that he did use campaign contributions of over a million dollars to give his pregnant mistress hush money. So what's the difference? Well, the difference is, first of all, it was campaign contributions. That was not his own money. No. But the bottom line is he was acquitted of all charges. Yep. So the, the moral of the story is, is that is this really as big of a deal as we think? I don't really think it is. I mean, I think this happens more than we think. And is this really such a big deal? No. And so that's where people are starting to realize that there's a significantly bigger picture and actually that our democracy is at risk. And so, I mean, when you start messing around with who's able to run, who's not able to run through, you know, baloney arrests um, and, and allegations, that this is, this is a turning point in America once again. And uh, I think that there's a lot of people out there who are just disgusted by the whole thing, not because of the hush money, just because of the ridiculousness uh, of the entirety.
2: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's as long as they've been trying to get Trump, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one more thing. And and I don't care what side of the fence you're on. You got to agree. I mean, come on. They haven't got him on nothing
0: exactly I mean and that's what I think you know even people that are oh you know a little to the left you know they're starting to kind of get sick of it too they're mm-hmm. like okay enough is enough you know Jeez. like th- yeah. this is an absolute witch hunt and so you know and the thing what, what people really have to realize is that you have to have both sides because either it becomes a tyranny or it becomes a dictatorship and we have you know what what people across the world appreciate about america is our democracy you know uh, us having um two different sides that can kind of combat each other and create an evenness right and and, and that's really what people are looking for and if one side always has the power it's going to go one way and that's not always that's not good for anyone um and you know you you get a lot of in in you know you have a lot of very hard left wing liberals and then you have a lot of right wing extremists as well so you have people that are way far out there
2: yeah and that's that's who makes the most noise both extremes
0: that's right and you know um AOC said the other day what an interesting and yet stupid comment she said that it's old it's an old fashioned way of thinking that government stops or starts to question how much a government program is let's just run all of them through without even considering the cost of it. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) That's an old way of thinking, she said. Well, let me tell you something. When a caveman kills a deer and drags it in the cave, he's going to see how big is my family, how much meat do I have, and how long do I expect this to last? That's budgeting. (laughs) You're right. And, And so we've been budgeting since day one and now she just wants to get rid of that, that's one of the biggest problems in government is all the spending. So my point to this is, is that if you are too far extreme, you get so ridiculous that your ideas don't work, and you will blow up America. And so again, this whole Trump thing really does bother me, because like I said, I think it's, I, th- I think it's really a threat to our democracy, and that's not what we want to see right now.
2: Right, and I, I do think that, uh, you know, Trump derangement syndrome is a real thing, and and people are
0: still not over it. Right, and you know, the, the interesting thing, too, is is this isn't just about Trump. You know, Trump hasn't become just a person anymore. It's become kind of a movement, and um, it, it's really been interesting because people, you know, really understand that he is trying to fight for America— and um that's what a lot of people don't understand and and, you know there are a lot of people that said hey if trump becomes president i'm moving out of the country yeah go ahead move (laughs) but you know what right now this past you know two and a half years that we've had in office have not been pretty you know i feel like a lot of the world is testing us you can see where a lot of things are happening around the world that are going to be an issue you know china now it's in vogue to in, invade another country, so now China has their eye on Taiwan. Um, they're kind of like seeing how Russia and Ukraine is going, um, which keeps going on and on and on. I give the Ukrainians a lot of uh, credit and with, with their efforts because, I mean, they really are manhandling the Russians. And uh, so, you know, you just have a lot of things going on. South Korea and North Korea have always been an issue. Um, Iran, obviously, um, has been setting off drone things. There's a lot of things that are happening around the world that were not happening when Trump was in office. And that's because people, um, you know, whether they respected him or not, but they also were more worried about him you know like right. they 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 seem to he would stick by his guns and he wasn't afraid to act um with this administration i feel like a lot of people don't have a lot of confidence in that and that's the scary part
2: sure well i know i think you nailed it right there eric and and uh, so as we as we start talking we sort of get our way back into retirement talk and i do think a lot of what's going on not not only with trump as you said but with just everything in general it's it's an upheaval. And, and, you know, retirement, we still have to retire. We still have to get there. And we have to pass through all of this stuff on the way. And that's where you come in, Eric, Joseph. I mean, you're a voice of calm, a voice of reason, and you can help us navigate.
0: Well, just like the, just like the world's economy or even our domestic economy, we're relying on someone to guide us you know and we what we want is we want confidence we want faith in that person we want to know that they're capable of doing their job and we want to know that they're looking out for our best interest and you know that's where you look for you know a president or when it comes to your money that's where you're looking for an advisor do they have a fiduciary responsibility by license and law are they looking out for my best interest and so again with the market last year there were a lot of things that were going on in our stock market. So you had rising interest rates, you had inflation, you had volatility, you, had all the, you still have supply and demand issues all over the world. And so there were a lot of different things that were happening in the market last year. And I think a lot of people have lost faith in their advisors. And that's why we literally had one of our busiest years ever last year. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that, again, you know, who is in charge? Do you have faith in them? Do you understand that they are competent? Do you understand that they have the abilities to handle your difficult situation? And that's really what people are looking for.
2: Of course it is. And, uh, folks, if you'd like to get a head start, it's eight. Hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. That's the number. And boy, on that note, boy, we have uh, sort of uh, squirrelled away this entire segment, Eric and uh, Joseph. Let's uh, let's invite folks to call, come on in, and, and sit down and, and have that conversation with you. Whether you currently have an advisor
3: or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next ten callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full blown financial plan review valued at over thousand dollars and give it away, absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're gonna take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review, that is valued at over $1,000. We'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation.
2: Hey, that sounds fantastic, folks. Make the phone call. That's how you can get started. 800 779 1942. Opportunity to come on in and get a financial roadmap put together. If you've never done it before, no time like the present. Don't procrastinate another day. Simply make the call and get started. 800 779 1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described. You'll see where you are today, yes, but more importantly, It does become a roadmap to help guide you, to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800 779 1942. Again, 800 779 1942. We're going to take a quick break. We've got a lot more to talk about here
0: on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, we're going to cover the most searched financial planning questions and answer every single one of them. Stick around.
2: on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadall. And, uh, of course, Eric is president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph, a fiduciary, independent fiduciary advisor alongside. And, uh, again, had a spirited discussion in the first, uh, in the first segment. And uh, so let's dig into some of these terms. You know, you, you go out there and you search financial terms, and, uh, you know, it's a little frightening sometimes. There's so, kind of, there's so many things.
0: I think it's kind of overwhelming. You know, it, it's interesting. All the people say, geez, there's a lot of jargon in here. Joseph and I were la- laughing about yeah. that the other day. Like beta is risk and standard deviation mm-hmm. is volatility and, whatever so i mean it's like you know and people say well, why can't you just use those terms well
3: yeah we, it's like who's coming up with these terms that are making the industry seem <laughs> seem a lot more difficult than yeah it really is right? <laughs> yeah it's yeah
0: Like just talk to me in english and i remember you know my mom grew up doing this and you know i would t- be talking to one of her friends and she would slap me she'd be like speak english and i was like <laughs> and, and my mom knew all the terms and, and you know i thought i was but you know, uh, the, the bottom line is, is that people want to understand that we also know what we're talking about as well. So I think that, that makes a huge difference. Of course.
2: And and one of the first, uh, the top searches uh, between uh, Google or DuckDuckGo, um, basically, what is a financial advisor and what can a financial advisor do for me? And those are great questions. And I understand why they're at the top of the list. Yeah,
3: and I think, you know, an overview of this question is what should a financial advisor really be providing for you? Ah, at the top that's a better way to say it. Right. And at the top of it, it's, in a, it's an objective point of view, right? It's somebody that is going to step in and take out all the emotions from your current scenario and give you facts and data on how you can actually achieve your goals and dreams once you get through retirement. Because we see it a lot with people that are managing their own finances where they say, I was doing this up until this year and then it just got too much for me. Or I went to go see this advisor and they were just trying to push this one thing on me, right? They don't have an objective point of view, which is saying, you know, I don't have any skin in the game. Here's just from my perspective and my knowledge of your situation, what's going to be best for you. And that's what people are really searching for in an advisor: is somebody that's not going to have a biased uh, review of their situation or is trying to push any sort of product on them, and just say, based on your experience, what's the best thing for me to do?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and and that's really the, the the big question. And another question, and one of the top returns was: so what? It financial advisor should I use? And that just goes to, I mean, there are different kinds of advisors out there, and there's everything from a broker dealer to a fiduciary. and and you are in the latter category.
0: yeah, and I don't I don't think that people really understand the different categories of advisors. They just think, well, you're a financial advisor. Well, actually, there's some investment advisors. there's there's just different kinds. There's a fiduciary, a non-fiduciary. um there's one that only sells proprietary products. Mm-hmm. Um, there's it, one that's going to approach you at the bank when you have too much money in your savings account. Yes, exactly. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, indeed. I'm not. Sh- yeah, I mean, unfortunately, they are called advisors, but right. I'm not sure. You know, here's a CD. This is a great opportunity for you. Great opportunity for me or for you, the bank, right? right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's what we're really looking at. So, so the problem is, is that you know you could get pigeonholed into very small amount of products, you know, and people just don't understand. So. You know, like I said, uh, being independent, being a fiduciary, um, I think we're at the top of the food chain when it comes to that. Just because you know we can offer any client anything, pretty much that is out there. So it's good to be king, and um, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> I would agree, folks. If uh, you'd like to sit down with Eric
2: and the team, eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. And uh, so, if I'm going to sit down with you for my first meeting with you and and see what's what, what do I bring? What what can I expect?
0: I mean, the best thing always is to send your statements ahead of time because we can actually do a personal financial blueprint. I mean, it saves so much time. Um, there's some people that come in, you know, when they walk in with nothing, I'm like, oh boy, you know, it, it, because like if they don't have, you know, their statements or anything, I'm they're like, oh, well, we can bring them in next time. I'm like, okay, that'd be great. You know, like I'd really like to see what you're invested in first. Um, some people don't know how much they're spending. Some people don't understand their goals and objectives. You really want to start to think, what do I want to get out of financial planning? Because there's so much that you can actually achieve from this. There's so many advantages that you can get from financial planning. And again, people don't understand that. And so by the time that we put our new clients, our new prospective clients through the process, they agree that there's a lot of value there. And that's really what we're trying to provide is value. Um, and, and they, they say, I've never had this before. And this is something that I've absolutely have needed for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and then let's talk about how you guys get paid. And, and I know that that's a, that's a big question and there are different ways that advisors, brokers, dealers get paid and you, you guys are, are so transparent. There's never a question.
0: So one thing that, one thing that's always interesting is when people come in, um, If they're coming from another advisor that they're not happy with, they're like, all right, Eric, you know, um, I know I'm going to pay a fee. So what's your fee? Mm -hmm. Right. And they're almost annoyed. Right. (laughs) Other people come in and they say, "Okay, Eric, what do you offer of value? Oh, that's a great question. Right. Because I know that I'm going to pay a fee. We are assets. We are asset-based, so you're paying for assets under management. So we are fee-based. So when somebody comes in, what the better question is, what do I get for my fee? what do I get for my fee? That's the question. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of certified financial planners out there who I don't know why, but they do not write financial plans. They do not do any tax planning. They do not do any strategic planning. They're not doing any uh, tax planning. So when, when clients come to us, it really is um, uh, about taking a look at that. I'm I'm sure Joseph, there's something that you want to add to that.
3: Yeah, and I think people are worried about, you know, I don't want to book a disappointment with a financial advisor because, well, what do I have to pay to consult with them or what do I have to pay to sit down with them? You shouldn't be paying anything when you're sitting down for f- the first time or even the first couple times with okay. a financial advisor because that's a huge decision. And you as the client or and then the advisor, you kind of should be interviewing each other to make sure that you're a good fit to begin with, right? And then you want to make sure in that process you do discuss fees and they are transparent. And I know Steve, we talked about on our on our last show, um, red flags. And it's like, yeah, when that, when that fee isn't transparent, it's kind of one of those red flags, right? It's like yes. if you're not seeing how much you're actually paying for that advisor. Uh, that might raise some eyebrows.
2: Yeah, of course. So, uh, when it comes to managing my finances, how much do you take care of? In other words, you know, you're not you're not talking about my my checking account. You're we're just talking about retirement, right?
3: Well, when you're working with an advisor who's customizing a plan for you, then they should be covering a lot of different bases, right? So you're talking about your investments, obviously, but then you're getting into your budget, your tax planning, possible insurance. When are you going to take Social Security, the legacy that you're leaving on? And then we're factoring in goals and objectives on top of that. So all of that gets factored in. You want to have an advisor who's taking a look at every single piece of your financial life when they're actually building that financial plan for you. So you're covering all of those bases. Okay.
2: And so let's talk, uh, let's talk uh, AI, let's talk robo advisors and, and there are plenty out there. I see it all the time. Uh, And I have people asking me and, and it's like, well, um, you know, what, what, what is, what's your take on that?
0: So my take is, is that they do break down Um, the algorithms crash. Uh, We've seen a lot of, you know, things happen with it. But on the other hand, I think it's a great place for people to start investing. I mean, if, if you really have 10, 15, 20,000, even $50,000, it's a great place to start. The problem exists is that when your finances start to grow, you want to make sure that whoever's managing that is capable of understanding your needs. And so as we get more money, our plan becomes more sophisticated. And what that means is that now we need a lot more people. So, We have a portfolio manager. We have a a certified financial planner. You have an investment advisor. We work with estate planners. We work with strategic CPAs who do taxes and tax planning. So the the bottom line is that you start at the bottom as a little seed and you start to grow a little bit, but all of a sudden when it really starts to grow, that's when you really wanna start to bring in a financial advisor and a team, and, and people really like having that team of people that mm-hmm. are surrounding them with, with knowing what they're doing. And you know everyone in my office, they understand what their job is, they understand what their role is to assist that client. And so that's something that a robo-advisor is never gonna provide. And quite quite honestly, we, we received an email uh, last week from a, a client, they said, hey, how are my accounts doing compared to where I was? And Joseph, you may wanna to touch on that a little bit.
3: Yeah. So we always we back test a lot of of things whenever we're getting into a new portfolio or somebody starts working with us. And we want to be able to show them that they are better off through that, because a lot of people, they want to just look at a certain time frame and say, well, this did better than this in this time frame. Right. And a lot of people fail to appreciate the process of financial planning, the process of how we actually got there. They always cherry pick. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, so cherry picking. And I think we've talked about this on the show before where, you know, you can take any two or three year period and say, well, look how great the market was in this period, or say, look how horrible the market was in this period, or stock, right? You can you can definitely do that. But when we're financial planning, we're looking at 10, 20, 30 years down the line, and we're looking at returns on that same time frame. So we're not cherry picking, we're taking averages over long periods of time, because we don't want to just go in there. A lot of times when people are trying to figure out if they're in a better place they want to be right so badly that they're checking they're picking those years that are going to make them right instead of looking at the overall process and the overall picture
2: mm-hmm. well and uh, yeah absolutely and and um, those are the kinds of things that the kinds of questions that you answer every day isn't it
3: yeah and I think when, when we're talking about the Robo advisor as well you know last year was a great example of how it can actually go downhill as far as it, it's going to go based off of the traditional finance theory of as you get older, the more conservative investments you're going to have, right? Mm-hmm. And last year, you know, as everybody knows, the bond market absolutely tanked. So a lot of those older investors that were using a robo-advisor or even that traditional theory of, well, X amount of percentage of my account should be invested in bonds, last year was probably a horrible year for them. I mean, the bond market was down double digits, and they didn't they probably didn't feel like they were very conservative investors last year. And not to mention, you know, a robo advisor, they may be able to pick your investment selection for you, and maybe they can even do some some budgeting, right, using some algorithms. But when you get into your tax implications, market conditions, right, when you start factoring in your personal risk or the total economic climate, how much can that AI or that algorithm provide comfort or provide guidance during well, those times?
2: Yeah, th- you're going to call an AI when uh, when your spouse passes. I don't think so. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and to I- Eric's point, you get you get what you pay for.
3: Right. I mean, you, you know exactly what you're paying for. You're paying for if, if especially if it's a free algorithm, right, that you're using. It's like, you know, what you're getting there is just one piece of a very large pie that that's going to that could
0: possibly help you. Mm-hmm. I personally think we have better jokes.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would agree. I mean, I, I, you know, along with the investment advice and tax planning, I mean, we have significantly better jokes. So mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, keep that in mind and uh, give Eric a call. Come on in, sit down and have the t- conversation.
3: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're gonna take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you. Complimentary with no obligation.
2: Sounds fantastic. 800-779-1942 is how you get the ball rolling, folks. It's a comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, it's that roadmap that you get that can really help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza continues right after this.
0: Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, shifting gears from saving for retirement to spending in retirement can be a difficult adjustment. We've got good news. One of my specialties is helping people just do that. Details when we come right back.
2: on WealthWorks Radio, I'm consumer advocate Steve all Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanz is here. And again, independent uh, at uh, Retirement Wealth. that That is an independent organization. You guys are a fiduciary group. Here's the thing. We start our careers and, and you know, we get drilled into our heads. You got to save. You got to save for retirement. You get that. You keep saving. You keep saving. And, you know, before you know it, you're 55 years old and you go, wow, that's, that's pretty good worth of saving. Now, what? You're telling me I got to spend that money? I can't do that.
0: Yeah, so true. I mean, you know, the dynamics change, but I think really what one of the biggest dynamics change that when you are in retirement is you realize I'm no longer receiving a paycheck. And now you want to understand, you want to be crystal clear. Where is my paycheck going to come from? How am I going to support myself? And so, you know, people all of a sudden say, well, now I've got to become conservative because we're, we're thinking about what it's really like 10 and 15 years ago for our parents when they retired. Now I go into bonds. Well, I hope you didn't go into bonds last year, right? Especially bond funds. So the bottom line is, is that you have to pay attention to the overall economy. You've got to pay attention to stability. You've, you want transparency in your portfolio. Now you may be going towards a more growth and in income portfolio. But again, when it comes to that transparency, that I just spoke about, you wanna understand how is your advisor creating you long-term income? And are you actually factoring in inflation? Because a lot of people, when I look at their income plan, there's no inflation protection there. And so they're not being inflated every single year. And so that's not realistic. I mean, we will be spending more money over time. Look at the price of eggs. You know, I was in North Carolina last week and I sit down, and I usually just have oatmeal and two scrambled eggs. That's my typical breakfast. Okay. And so I ordered the oatmeal, and, and I said, I'll just have two eggs. And she goes, sir, how would you like those? And I said, just scrambled is fine. And she goes, okay, they're $3 a piece. <laughs> oh, my God, are you kidding? And No, and I'm like, what? I can. I mean, I know the price of eggs have gone up, but literally, you can go to Aldi's right now, uh, back on that Aldi kick, um, and... <laughs> And, but their, their eggs are okay. They're not suspect. So they're okay. <laughs> okay, But right. you can get a dozen eggs for $3.25. Yeah. And yet yeah, they're charging me $3 per egg. And like, I was like, what? Like- what I mean, it's just so insane to me That's that, that isn't insane. Yeah, they never had to price out eggs. You know how, like, when you see lobster or, and it says market price. Okay, get that right. Yep. Now all of a sudden, eggs—it's going to be well, like, oh, whatever the market price is today right. for eggs. You know, so
2: <laughs> yeah, going to start to see that on the menus. Good. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Who yeah, knew an egg? Yeah. For an egg. Well, uh, so when it comes to decumulation, we got to have a, a plan for that. We've got to understand it, and it starts, uh, you know, getting mentally prepared to, you know, okay, I, like you said, Eric, not going to get a paycheck anymore, need to sort of get my head wrapped around that.
3: Yeah, that's not easy for everybody, right? Think about all the years that you were told to put as much money in your 401k away and as save as much as possible. And now you're going into spending mode. And now you also don't know if am I spending too much? Could I be spending more? I'm not sure, right? Because a lot of people aren't realistic when they start to build a budget or a financial plan on their own. And what I mean by that is they always fail to take into account that, you know, if you're spending, if you need an extra three grand a month in five years, you're going to need a lot more than three grand a month. And they're also sometimes unrealistic as far as how much their accounts are going to grow by, right? We've seen people come in before that have built a financial plan, like, well, I'm, I'm running an average rate of return of 12% on my portfolio. Oh, good Lord. Well, you know, over the past 10 years, did you get double digits? Possibly. Yeah, you probably should have if you're invested correctly, but moving in the future and, you know, 30 years down the line, we can't bank on having 12% rate of returns in your portfolio in order to keep your budget realistic and afloat for your retirement. So I think what calms a lot of those nerves a lot of times and helps you get into that actual spending behavior is when you have that financial advisor who's providing that objective point of view that's saying, look, I've ran the numbers and they're presenting it to you and they're showing you and explaining. They're actually educating you. Here's why you can spend what you need to spend and it's okay. You're gonna have enough money by the end of your retirement, and that's what people really want to see. You know, lay it out for them, show them exactly how you got to that point. What you know, what rate of returns are you running? What budget are you using? And build those different scenarios. And it gives people the confidence and the, the feeling that they don't have to worry now that they're in spending mode.
2: Sure. Well, and again, confidence. You said, and, and that's such an important part of this. Is we've got to feel like we really are going to be successful in our retirement.
3: Yeah, when you go through retirement insecure, right, then you're not going to be spending money. You're not going to actually enjoy yourself. When we get to retirement, we want to actually know that we can achieve those goals and, and those dreams that we've had. You want to know that you can travel without having to worry about what the market is doing or, you know what, we can't travel to Europe this year. We're going to have to wait a couple more years because we're saving. We want whenever, Whatever those goals are that you set up before you retire, you want to be able to not worry about those and not have to think about money when you're in retirement. You know, you're finished working now. It's time to enjoy it.
2: Well, we gotta get ourselves on a budget, and and I know that's sort of a bad word, but it's a reality. And and anyway, you can call it whatever you want. Bottom line is, we gotta know what we're spending.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, because the, the what what we're looking at is, you have a pile of money, you have a lifestyle. So now, what we have to do is, we have to safely extract that money over time to afford your lifestyle. And we have to be aware of taxes, inflation, required minimum distributions, um, and also financial hurdles, uh, expenses that come out of left field. There's a lot of times where people are like, oh, I didn't even see that coming. Well, the financial plan should be able to help you understand that and see that. And that sort of people, there's a lot of people who don't have the financial plan. They don't understand the power of that financial plan. It's a very powerful piece. And yet there's so many people that actually don't have it. So that's the, that's really is the critical piece of that, is just understanding how you can ebb and flow through difficult times in your retirement. Sure.
2: And uh, we, we talk about simplifying our life, and that becomes important as well, and if you're going to move or not move. And, you know, it's, it's just... I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that we can simplify about what we do, especially as we get into retirement.
0: Got to have the urge to purge. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a really big deal. You know, it's interesting. My mom is a light hoarder, I would say. (laughs) Okay. Um, Really likes paper towels, Um, and and you know the thing is is that she's always worried about running out of dog food for the dog, and so she's constantly buying dog food is the strangest thing. So, anyways, I literally go into her house and I throw away stuff when she's not there. So that that's a (laughs) that's a confession on live radio. So, um, but the thing is is that imagine if I didn't do that. I mean, you know, she would just keep accumulating, accumulating. Then she comes into my house and she's like. You know I just think that you need this and you need this and I'm like I do not need that you know and so one day she didn't like the color of my bedspread she thought it would get dirty if the dog jumped on it first of all the door is always shut the dog never goes into that bedroom so I can have whatever color you know bedspread I want she literally goes out and buys me a bedspread <laughs> oh, and brings it home. And she's like, I had to get this for you. This is my gift to you. And I looked at it, and I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, And now I have to put it on the bed, because otherwise I'm going to hear all about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> 800-779-1942 if you'd like to get involved here. And and you talk about hoarding. Uh, my wife is not a hoarder of things, but like like your mom, my wife has a thing for butter, We've got to have like 20 pounds of butter in the freezer.
0: Oh, wow. In the freezer?
2: Yeah. She you know oh, no. stores it up.
0: No kidding. Yeah. That's hilarious. Huh. Oh, what the hell?
2: And it's an even mix, salted and unsalted.
0: Right, right, right. So, I mean, in case you ever, you know, yeah, that's good. That's interesting. Oh, huh. man.
2: Anyway, yeah. Well, she's a
0: little loopy, but, uh, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I love her a lot anyway.
0: She's uh, all yours.
2: Steve. That's right. <laughs> so we talk about turning on lifetime income. That can only mean Social Security, or can it?
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot of other things, too. It's interesting. We have conversations with our clients all the time about lifetime income. There are other avenues if you want to create that. And what was interesting last year was we've created a lot of lifetime income strategies for many of our clients. And after last year, they had it with the stock market. I'm like, hey, you've got um, lifetime income that, that we can turn on over here. And we had other options for them. And so a lot of people opted for that. And they're just like, I don't want the market volatility anymore. So there are other lifetime income options out there. But you have to make sure that they're sustainable, they're um, attainable, and that it's not a pie in the sky event. So you always want to dumb it down or back off from the illustration and run less in a financial plan for that particular client.
2: Sure. here here we get back to confidence again, uh, you, we talk about setting up your investments uh, that gives us confidence. what What do we mean there? Well,
3: it really means having your assets be relevant, but also have an actual strategy behind them, right? Just don't just don't be invested because you think that it's good. Why are you invested that way? What is your actual approach to the market mm-hmm. and what is that doing for you, right? Or if you're pulling income from these investments, you want to make sure that those can last you a lifetime as well. Or what is the actual purpose behind that investment that's helping you achieve your goals? So I think clients have gained that confidence when they're actually educated on how they're invested and why that makes sense in today's market.
2: Sure. Well, again, we are uh, running out of time here, but let's uh, leave us with. So we're talking about um, the the decumulation. What 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 are your final thoughts on that?
0: I mean, you just want to make sure that you understand how you're going to take that pile of money extract that income every single month for the rest of your anticipated life and you want to factor in everything am i set up for the stock market do i want to reduce my market exposure what about inflation Uh, do i have increasing income what about a long-term care event do i want to leave something at the end to my kids you want to understand what a realistic rate of return is and how to extract that income every single month
2: all right well on that note let's go ahead and invite folks to call come on in and, and really put that plan together
3: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you, complimentary with no obligation.
2: Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Let's go ahead and give us a call, 800-779-1942. It's a comprehensive financial review. You're going to see where you are today, but more importantly, it becomes that roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942 that's 800-779-1942 we are going to take another quick break we're coming back though we've got one more segment here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza
0: coming up next on WealthWorks Radio my favorite part, questions from you and answers from us, stay tuned
2: We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, too, and uh, covering a lot of ground today, uh, guys. And and so as we uh, as we do that, w- Eric, what is what's your take on? I mean, I, we kind of discussed some of this in the first segment, but where's your? What are you feeling about you know today and on through the year? How are you feeling about that?
0: I mean, I think things are recovering very nicely. I think that uh, interest rates are still wreaking havoc in the market, so. I think that you know, as interest rates um, have continued to go up, the stock market is recovering very nicely. I think that people still sitting on the sidelines, it's going to be a mistake for them long term. Um, you know, it's really interesting. Um, you, you take a look at the price of something and after nobody will buy it at a low, right? But when it moves up 25%, all of a sudden there's a standing room only amount of people looking to buy that investment when it goes up. So um, it's it's interesting. You, you really do have to perform a portfolio recovery strategy. And if you're in cash, say, okay, how am I going to dollar cost average back in? How can I still take advantage of this down market? Because like I said, I mean, I, I believe that we're towards the end. We're in the final phase of a bear market. Uh, when you see a massive amount of volatility, you see massive layoffs, which we've seen. Uh, you see a lot of these big tech companies as well as healthcare companies that are laying off quite a few people. Um, that is a sign of an ending recession um, or, or ending uh, bear market rather. So we could be entering into the beginning of a bull market. Uh, very soon. So that's what we have to take a look at and we have to absolutely be prepared. And I think that we've done a pretty good job with our clients so far, communicating with them, planning and also portfolio management with with them as well. And um, every day it is a struggle. It really is.
2: Indeed. 800-779-1942. That's the number to call. All right, let's jump into some of these questions here. We've got Ben in Boca Grande and he says, my employer just cut our 401k match completely. They used to match 100% of our first 6%, but now they're contributing absolutely nothing. I keep telling my wife that if they're not going to match, we shouldn't put any money in either. Can you help me explain why to her?
3: Well, I think the biggest one that everybody always thinks of is that handcuffed investment choices, right? You're only going to get a select choice of investments that you can actually put in that 401k. So that's really the biggest con if they're not matching it. Now, the only the the pro on the other end is that the contribution size that you can put into your 401k is much larger than those of a regular IRA, or especially if you have a Roth IRA. So you kind of have to weigh the pros and cons there. You can invest in whatever you want in a regular IRA or Roth IRA, but you're not going to be you're not going to be allowed to put as much money into that per year as you will with a 401k. Mm All right. Well,
2: and, and so is his is his wife does his wife have a point in other words uh, she's she's obviously think, thinking they should still contribute
3: if they're high income earners and they're looking to get a large deduction by putting away in the regular 401k um, or if they want to maximize tax free savings in retirement by putting away more money then she would be correct in the sense of well we can still use this vehicle to you know sock away more money each year than mm-hmm. that of a regular outside IRA or Roth. And right. this is the
0: stuff that a financial plan is going to answer. Yeah. I mean, I mean I mean, we're trying to make the decisions or the or, or we're trying to answer these questions in our head, but a lot of times, you know, it, it just it it makes sense just to put it into a financial plan and say, look, what are we trying to accomplish? Here's your numbers, here's a realistic rate of return, here's inflation, here's your tax situation. How can we reduce your taxes while still giving you a solid retirement? I mean, if you want answers to those questions, you're you're going to have a financial plan written for you. It's that simple.
2: 800-779-1942 Ben, there you go. Uh, Kenneth is up next and he's uh, checking in from Naples. He says, "Would a reverse rollover from an IRA to a 401k Help to reset our contribution limit for the year. I'm asking for a friend. Well, I, I mean, I, my question is, and, and I'm not an advisor, but why would you want to do that in the first place?
3: Well, I think what he's trying to do is put money into an IRA, let's say, max out his IRA, then roll that over to the 401k. So that way, then he's thinking in his head, well, now I can recontribute back into my uh, IRA. Okay. All right. You know it's kind of double dipping. So um, if that is what he's trying to accomplish, then no, your contribution limit would not be reset for that year because you're just moving from tax-deferred account to tax-deferred account, and that's still a contribution that's going in there.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's, so it, it's a logical kind of a procedure, logical progression, but it's just not practical.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or, or legal.
2: Or legal. Or legal. <laughs> It might we'll not see trouble. Hey, we'll Eric's, Eric's the big, big uh sheriff here. He's making- well, you know,
0: people think that they can go to Fidelity and open up a Roth IRA and max out that one, and then go to TD Ameritrade and open up a Roth IRA in the same year and contribute <laughs> to that. You just can't do that. I mean, no. otherwise, I'd have like 30 Roth IRAs per year, you know, but <laughs> yeah, of course, you just can't do that. So, uh, like, you know, that, that's why you know, I mean, I understand you know, people are trying to work the system and everything legally, but yeah, there's no uh, that's uh, no that's candidate. not. Gonna happen. Right. No.
2: Well, because the IRS knows. They That's do. The thing. <laughs> they, I they, mean, and if they, they, they don't know track. this
0: year, they're gonna catch up sooner or later. They're a little slow. Yeah, they're a little slow. But, but uh they're gonna catch up. Exactly. Yeah.
2: All right, Kenneth. 800 1942. Give us a call. Um uh let's see. Marilyn is in Benita Springs. Uh, she says, My husband is 57 and aiming to retire at 65. His main IRA is with a big box chain, has about $330,000 in it. Now, after listening to your show, I figured I'd take what I learned and check the stocks-to-bond ratio. I almost fell out of my chair. 86% stocks. Should we rebalance with more bonds? And we also have a 401k with about $150,000.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's great that you looked at it because a lot of people, you know, really don't understand that. So you're, what you're looking for is true transparency. Uh, 86% in stocks when you guys were in, um, you know your 50s. It's it's it may not be that bad. the The problem is is that you want to understand. You know, are they in exchange traded funds? Are they individual stocks? Are they loaded mutual funds? You really want to see how they actually are set up in that. But I would really do a personal financial blueprint. You know, you're gonna know more about the entire portfolio than ever before, more than likely. So uh, that's what we do for a lot of our clients, and you just see if that's actually. Mi- matching your risk tolerance or not.
2: Well, that really seems to be a theme, Eric, that, that, you know, hey, let's just put this on paper. Let's see what the math says and and
0: make a determination. Well, there's a lot of people that are trying to outperform their retirement. Like if they get a heavier rate of return, ah, we're good you don't necessarily know that. I mean, we have a lot of people coming to us and they're like, my tax situation is out of control. I can't take this much longer. And when I ask them, has anybody presented to you any tax planning? No, never. Has anybody ever done any income planning? No. What about Roth conversions or whatever? And there's a lot of people that just say no. So, you know, you gotta remember that, you know, when you go through the financial plan, it's going to highlight red flags that you have. And then we're gonna offer solutions to jump over those yeah. hurdles the best way that that you can.
2: All right. Well, again, that makes sense. And uh, Marilyn, give us a call. It's 800-779-1942. We've got time for more here. Let's go to Phyllis and Alva. Uh, Phyllis says, I recently turned 54, began looking into long-term care insurance. I did a preliminary search online and was surprised to find out how much LTC insurance can cost. On the other hand, the thought of needing care and throwing my family into a financial turmoil as a result turns my stomach. I know a lot of people my age, nearing retirement, that don't have it. Is there a general rule of thumb that might help me decide which way to go?
0: There's a lot of different long-term care hybrid products out there. Um, and so I'm not really big on long-term care policies themselves. Uh, right. You know, the thing is that they're very expensive And the problem is is that the premium has gone up. You know, Genworth was big in the 80s about pushing these, and I was around then, and they really would come into our office very hard and say, here, we really want to push these. You know, but now all of a sudden, Genworth, you know, doesn't really want to have anything to do with these policies, and you're getting that love letter in the mail that says, look, your premium's either going to go up and your benefits will, will remain the same, or we can actually you can pay the same premium but you're going to get less benefits i mean you think to yourself what the hell neither one of those is a good choice right (laughs) i mean there's no good choice there but that's the choice that they end up giving you so there's a lot of good hybrid products out there and we always ask our clients You know, do you have longevity in your family? And you'd be surprised how many people say, yeah, into my high 80s, 90s, and even 100s. And so you've got to be prepared for that client, not only to have enough income, but also be able to be able to get through a long-term care event as well.
2: So is that part of the discussion that you have with people on long-term care? Because it's, I mean, it is something that has to be addressed.
0: Yeah, of course. And there's a lot of people who are not exactly prepared for it. You know, I tell the story all the time about the couple that we went up to go see in Longboat Key. And when we went there, you know, we sat down with them and they were in their Uh, uh, later 80s trying to go into an assisted living uh, facility had a disabled child that they were also taking care of and we saw that their portfolio in a small matter of time went from three million dollars down to seven hundred thousand dollars oh
2: my gosh what happened
0: Well, I mean, you could literally see that they were in inappropriate investments right inside their portfolio. I mean, I could go when I went through their statements, I could see where they were bleeding through their cash. And it was a team of advisors. It wasn't just one advisor. It was with a big box firm and there was a team, several advisors on their account, and literally nobody was paying attention to that. Shame on them. And so there's really nothing that we could really do, because no matter what, I would have to be very aggressive to get that portfolio turned around. And obviously, there's nobody that's going to want that. Right. And so, I mean, it's just it was better for me to say there's really nothing that we can do. But five years ago, we could have done something.
2: Absolutely. Well, we can make that happen if you give us a call. In fact, let's wrap things up with that right now.
0: Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in a second opinion or you feel like you're out there in the financial no-man's land, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. calls today
2: make that call right now while you're thinking of it folks 800-779-1942 you've got a, a map that can help get you to where you need to be when you sit down with eric and the team and map it all out 800-779-1942 800-779-1942 eric joseph always a pleasure one of my favorite hours of the week right here it goes by so quickly we have fun and we learn stuff
0: Gentlemen, thank you. And everybody out there, thanks again for the positive feedback. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement.
1: Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors in this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by rwa insurance licensed in the state of florida insurance license number p138852 registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients we have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest if any exists please refer to our firm brochure the adv2a page 4 for additional information wealthguard is a complete portfolio monitoring system Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.